Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Good afternoon, everybody. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, creator of No Hassle Newsletters, author of these six amazing books that you can get for free. I'm going to tell you how to do that at the end of the show. Most importantly, I am the host of Dream Business Radio, now in its 10th year. This is episode 546. What a great number, Adrian. <laughs> My very special guest today is Adrian Moreno. How are you doing today, buddy? Man, I'm doing lovely. I'm doing lovely. I'm happy to be the 546th interview that I know I know you didn't want to be 545 so 546 it is I'll take an even number over an odd number every day but I'm doing great I'm doing great man awesome haircut so I'm feeling great too already all ready to wow the crowd hey folks this episode of dream business radio is brought to you by the dream business mastermind and coaching program if you are an entrepreneur or small business owner who wants to grow a more profitable business faster who doesn't want that and especially if you want to learn from somebody on how to create multiple streams of revenue in your business you want to be part of this extraordinary virtual mastermind group led by me captain jim palmer the dream business coach you can learn more at dreambizcoaching.com dreambizcoaching.com by the way, I published about three weeks ago my latest ebook. Oh, look at that. I figured out how to, how to make that pop up. It's called Charge like What You're Worth and Work Just Three Days a Week. This is of the five ebooks that I've done in probably the last six months. This is the most downloaded one because who doesn't want to work three days a week? And actually, charging what you're worth is the key. You can download a free copy at work3daysaweek.com. Work3daysaweek.com. Okay. I'm going to introduce to you my very special guest, a, quite an old man. <laughs> quite makes me look old. Adrian Moreno began his career in the health and fitness space while also gaining unparalleled experience with hypnosis, NLP. He's established himself as a respected transformation specialist through the power of hypnotherapy. Going against what his mentors taught him, Adrian spent marketing, spent his marketing efforts pitching and getting booked on the top podcast. And he grew that hypnotherapy company to a quarter million dollars in only 12 months. It's very respectable. And now he spends his time teaching other coaches, course creators, and content creators how to do the same thing. If he isn't doing that, you can find him writing, reading, doing more podcast interviews, and watching, guess what? Watching Back Issues of The Office, one of my favorite <laughs> old shows. So, Adrian, once again, welcome to Dream Business Radio. Absolutely. Thanks for having me here, man. Thanks a lot. Question. Now, I just channeled. I just channeled. <laughs> I was like, whoa, it's getting, getting intense. All right. Oh, let's my go. God. No. <laughs> hey, okay. That's enough of Dwight. So, first of all, Adrian, I love to start out my interviews by asking a little bit about your backstory, specifically the entrepreneurial backstory. So I've been on the air over, well over 10 years now, and people tell me they love the strategies, they love learning, the tips, tricks, all that marketing stuff, but they also get inspired by some of the backstories of my guests. So my question to you, at the ripe old age of, what are you, 24, 25? 26. 
26. Think. All right. You got a very young face like like your host for most of his life, not now. Beautiful. But, so yeah. So how did you get started? Did you have parents or grandparents who were entrepreneurs? How did you go from oh, how did you learn the lesson? Because in school today, they don't teach you the other side of get a job, go to college, or get go to college, get a job, and, and just work your life. They never share about entrepreneurialism. Yeah, exactly. That's all my parents talked about too, was, you know, getting a job or, you know, going yeah. to school so you can secure some, some, you know, nice paying career. So that answers the question that no, my parents were not entrepreneurs there. I didn't have a model of an entrepreneur around me. Um, now that I look back at it, I don't think I understood what the word entrepreneur, I didn't even know it was a thing until I was maybe 18, 19 years old. Um, I never saw myself as an entrepreneur. The only thing is, is I remember you know, my mom having enough money to buy me and my brother Happy Meals, but not having enough money to get her a burger and mm. her having to go home and, you know, eat a sandwich without even meat, just bread, cheese and bread. And um, I remember those days of not being able to buy what I wanted and being told no a lot because we didn't have the money. And so if there's anything that created this entrepreneurial bug, it was more so this, this, uh, this desire to not be told no all the time like okay. this desire to be able to actually create the life that i wanted and just make a lot of money like i'm not you know like uh a lot of people say you know like what's the big why for you a big reality for me is like i want to have more options that i know what to do with and so um that was like a that's like a bit about you know like the childhood i grew up in all the love but no money but entrepreneurship didn't happen to me until I lost 91 pounds. So in 2017, I, so September 19, 2017, my friend looked at me straight in the eyes and said, Adrian, you got fat. And when he said that to me, cause a little, a little backstory to that was I gained 98 pounds in four years. Wow, that's a lot of weight. School. That's a lot of weight in a short amount of time after I went through a high school heartbreak. You know, the one where your whole world comes crumbling down. Mm -hmm. I thought my world was crumbling down, so I felt like it. I acted like it, and I gained all this weight. But before that, I had like a six-pack. I was in shape. And so my friend was just calling me out on like, mm -hmm. dude, what happened to you? And this day is where I get upset, not at him, but at me. Like I knew that I was getting out of shape. I mean, you gained the 98 pounds in four years, you know that. Uh, but for some reason, I didn't care. And then when he told me this, it stung. At the time, by the way, I was unemployed and I just made money by selling weed. That was the only way that I made a living at the time. And so there was a little entrepreneurialism right there I didn't know about. <laughs> but uh, anyways, anyways, when he, anyways, that day, as we're sitting down and talking, I looked at him and I was like, Gilbert, I'm about to lose all of this weight. Like, just watch. And he was like, yeah, whatever, right? Like, here, smoke this weed. Like, it, he didn't really believe me. I wouldn't have believed me either. But little did we both know how serious I was because when he left, I pulled up, you know, YouTube. I understood how to work out. I just, you know, looked up a couple of things that I, maybe I can learn and then built out a six week workout program. I was like, okay, I'm gonna cycle through this. This is just on a piece of white paper. And then I got on Google and just looked up some nutrition stuff and then started wow. getting my meals. I went to the HEB uh, that day. I got all my groceries, came back, threw away all the bull crap. And within nine months, I lost 91 pounds. So like I meant it. Uh, I, I 
follow through on all of that. And, and you've and about, kept it off, I'm guessing, correct? Yeah, I kept it off. Yeah, I maybe put on like 15 pounds, but purposely. Because uh, yeah, I yeah. was like, man, if I keep losing weight, I'm going to disappear. But anyway. Um, so, so hold on a second. I got to interrupt yeah. you because, well, first of all, it's, it's only a half hour show. So let me, let's move forward. How did, congratulations on getting healthy. That's the number one thing. How did you then journey into hypnotherapy and NLP? What was the yeah, impetus so, to learning that? Yeah. So my friend told me one day I was training all of them uh, in the gym and I didn't have a business at the time. And he was like, Adrian, why don't you just start getting paid for this? So that's what got me into actually being a fitness coach. Now, mm -hmm. while I was a fitness coach, I was charging high tickets. And so I was charging $5,000 for three months of coaching. And so um, I had just played the scenario out. Person A and person B both paid me the same amount of money. Person A takes all the action and changes their life. Person B throws this big book of excuses at me as to why right. they can't do the things that they said that they're willing to do to get what they deeply wanted. And so instead of getting angry, I get curious and I start asking, what is making this person go to the gym and this person decide to stay home and make excuses and be a sissy? Like if we're going to be real, I was like, what is it that's causing this to happen? And that that question of why do human beings do what they do or why do they know what to do but don't do it drove me like insane. I was like, I got to answer this question. So that's what got me. I just knew one word in anywhere around the brain stuff. And that was neuroscience. Because mm. I thought if I can understand the brain, maybe I can do some like crazy cool stuff and change their brain and make them get what they wanted and help people get what they want. And so that is what led me to learning about neural pathways. And I was like, oh, so I discovered in like three videos and I was like, oh, okay. So if you wanna be different, you have to get these, these things called neuro, neurons in your brain. They, they're wired in a certain pathway. What you have to do is you have to rewire those pathways. And if you do that, you can't create new neurons, but you can create a new person. You can be somebody different. And I was like, all right, so how do you rewire neurons? And that's what got me into studying hypnosis because I was studying cognitive behavior therapy. I just noticed it wasn't, the success rate was very low and it took a long time for success to happen. And so I was like, there has to be something a bit more efficient. And that's when I stumbled upon hypnosis. And that is what got me into hypnosis. So you learned how to do that. And then did you start using hypnotherapy on some of your um, weight exactly. loss clients yeah, to help exactly. them? And did it work? Yeah, so I just learned how to do, I self-studied a lot on YouTube, a lot of different books. And then I got into rap, uh, you know, a program by Marissa Peer where she actually certifies you. And uh, I learned her process and then, you know, kind of just put like this couple of pieces together. And I started telling some clients, I was like, hey, uh, you know, I'm trying this new thing. And one of them was, uh, he, you know, he didn't he wasn't like a drunk. Right. He was like very, uh, you know, high achieving and stuff. But he still came home and drank, at, you know, like a 16 ounce every day. And he was like, Adrian, I just don't want to have this constant mm -hmm. need to put alcohol in my body and so i was like hey man you want to like give us a shot i won't charge you extra you're just going to help me like figure this thing out in my very first session he stopped drinking alcohol wow. and so immediately my brain just i can do this thing and i went all in on it and and within about three or four months i dropped the fitness aspect of my business um and went all in on the hypnosis side of things i just had a lot more fun and uh it was yeah it was a lot of fun <laughs> it was a lot so of fun i'm not gonna lie yeah, so you started promoting that, and as I said in the intro, you, you generate like a quarter million dollars in relatively short period of time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it 
for the first six months, that business was dead. I was living off of the money that I saved up for my fitness business. Mm -hmm. um, I just wasn't having any success doing the social media stuff, right? Like making the posts, DMing people, adding people. And so uh, I had to figure something out, uh, you know, or else I was going to lose my business. And, you know, I, I had to figure something out. And so at that point is, you know, I was just kind of looking to see what kind of strategy could work better. Um, but without really knowing it, I stumbled on it when a good friend invited me to go speak to her mastermind client. Oh, wow. She, yeah. So she invited me to go speak to these clients. Only nine of them showed up, but after the talk, three of them became clients. And so did you, when you were studying all, you know, rewiring the brain, so to speak, hypnotherapy, um, it was originally to help your, your weight loss clients, right. Or your fitness business. Exactly. And then when you got, when you got a chance to speak at this uh, mastermind group, was, was that like your first uh, experience being around other entrepreneurs? No, no. I was already, my fitness business was only working towards, was only targeting fit entrepreneurs. So like I was already working okay. with entrepreneurs. Um, I, I just realized that that's all I wanted to do um, instead of doing the fitness aspect of things. And so this was my, this was my first time doing a talk where I actually knew how to speak because I learned the framework of how to speak in a way okay. that sells without pitching still. And so I did that talk. Three of them became clients. That was three out of nine. That's a pretty high conversion rate. And that was 15K for me that, that after that talk and money that I desperately needed. And right. that's when the epiphany hit me. And that epiphany was instead of marketing directly to your consumer, why don't you find the people that in the organizations that already have gathered the crowd, like a big audience of your consumer and only market to them and then be endorsed by them. And when I that epiphany happened, I was like, how do I get in front of more audiences? And that's when I realized, oh, 68% of business owners, according to HubSpot, listen to podcasts, and that's only going to grow. So if I get on podcasts, they're kind of like masterminds. Uh, it's a, they have a leader and then an engaged audience, you know, and the listeners. If I get on enough of these things, I'm never going to have to worry about clients again. Yeah. And that's exactly what the epiphany was that led me to saying, okay, let me figure this thing out. Well, that's pretty astute for 26 years old. Um, so I want to jump to the uh, podcasting part, but one, one more question. So working with entrepreneurs, what did you see as the number one or maybe the top three mindset hurdles, challenges that needed to be rewired? Uh, first and foremost is knowing they're good enough, but not feeling it, meaning they had the actual results to show that they were good enough, but somehow, some way they felt like they were too different, unloved, oh. unwanted, unworthy. That's a very common, uh, problem. And so they were just walking around with anxiety all the time or feeling like something was missing. The second thing that I noticed most of the time was this, uh, constant fear that they're going to lose everything. Even when things are going very well, even when the evidence is like, dude, you're killing it. They're yeah. just like, okay, when is the shoe about to drop? I'm about to lose something. Something's about to go down. Let me have this big look out energy. And then the third thing was really just not feeling certain in themselves, um, not feeling entirely certain and secure in who they are, not feeling safe to be themselves. I mean, the most successful people who are speakers and authors feel like they can't use their voice the way that they want to. Right. And so I would say those were the main things that I was dealing with. And or that I was seeing entrepreneurs coming to me with and wanting to work through. Just on average, is, is it one session, three sessions, five sessions, like so, three? Yeah, okay. So it depends. Um, about 
46% of our clients get exactly what they want in one session. The remaining need up to three sessions. I don't do more than three sessions. I typically do the job within three sessions. Okay. And I, and I don't recommend people see a hypnotherapist for multiple times on end because it's more disempowering than empowering down the line. Okay. Very, very interesting. Hey, just a off the top question that popped into my head. Did anybody have a problem that you were so young? Like, were you helping 45 year olds, 50 years old? Like, uh, I was like, my oldest client was a 72 year old decamillionaire. So very successful. Um, but no, nobody ever had a problem with it because I got results. Um, I was always, Hey, you either get what you want or you just ask for your money back. Like no BS. Um, and when you're good at what you do, when you're very certain, you overcome people's doubt every single time. And so why would I be intimidated when I'm the solution to their problem or when I have the solution to their problem? So I don't carry like that kind of energy of even. Wow. Very, uh, very cool. What, so you mentioned HubSpot as being like, uh, how did you learn about HubSpot? Was that How'd you learn about podcasting and guesting and things like that? Yeah. So, well, remember after the epiphany, I was like, okay, now how can I start looking into, well, how can I find more audiences, uh, more audiences to get in front of? And as I was just sitting there, like, you know, thinking time, really thinking this thing through, I thought, what about podcasts? And that's when I got online and I looked up podcast statistics. And when I looked that up, an article by HubSpot came out and it was like all the podcast statistics you need to know for 2000, whatever the year was. Right, and right. I went on there. I already knew HubSpot was a thing. Like I saw ads from it and stuff. So I knew it was like this software that, you know, was very good for business. Um, but I wasn't like a follower of them. I just saw that thing. And then when I started looking through the statistics, I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This is a gold mine, especially right now, because mark my words, one day this space will be played out just like any other marketing channel. And so it was like strike while the iron is hot kind of opportunity. Yep. And so I just went after it. Very cool. So um, how did you create your four step framework, which we're, we're calling the power pitch. That's how I titled yes, the, the show. Power pitch process. Talk, talk yes. about the power pitch. How'd yeah. that come about? So uh, very organically, uh, when I first had this epiphany that, and yeah, I first realized, okay, podcasting may be a, like a prime market for me. Um, I went ahead and I bought this course for 97 bucks on how to pitch. And so I sent 40 pitches out, but I got zero responses. Okay. And so um, I was like, okay, um, that doesn't seem effective. So I, I believe in the power of reflecting. And so I stopped and I was like, okay, let me look at why this is not working before I send another 40 pitches out. And then I noticed really quickly as I looked at the pitch, the first line said, hey, my name is blank. There's, a, there's like a rule that trumps all rules in marketing, and that is nobody cares about you. Um, yeah. They only care about what's in it for themselves. So when you start a pitch with, hi, my name is blank, you can turn a lot of people off. So that was the first reason I noticed the pitch wasn't working. The second reason was it was 800 words long. And oh so goodness. in other words, Captain Jim, I'm asking you, hey, I know, you know, you got some <laughs> things going, but can you do this chore for me and read this book of an email? And so I was like, okay, I got to so figure you, something out. You know what's funny out. about that? Hold, so my show got featured on one of these services just last week. I have over 110 applications and if I look at all of them, first of all, that's an enormous amount of time. But imagine if they were all 800 words. Oh, my God, dude. You Eight, probably yeah, over 110 way. people want to be a guest on my show. Dang, dude. Well, have fun with that, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, so I was like, all right, let me just scratch this. Let me just say, okay, you know what? I didn't lose the 97 bucks. I learned what didn't work. So what else can I do? 
And so I was like, okay, I got two things on my side. I'm a hypnotist and I'm a hell of a copywriter. So I know how to get people to do things. I know a bit about how to get people to do things. So I was like, all right, let me put what I know to the test. And so I was like, okay, number one is I have to create an emotional response in them. If I can get them emotional, I got them. Number two is I have to be different than every other pitch that they're making. And so I was like, okay, how do you get people emotional? Stories. Stories is like the best way to get people emotional. Number two, uh, how do you stand out? Well, everybody and a mama and a mama's mama sends email pitches. So instead of sending a text-based pitch, I'm going to send a video pitch. Mm. And that's what took... so. The first, first step of the framework is to find your dream 100. And that is finding the podcast that your people are already listening to. When I get done with the podcast, I know that I'm going to get 20 to 30 or even more leads onto my email list that are highly, highly, highly valuable because they're really in they're, number one, they're in my niche and they are intrigued in what I have to say. So they buy more often. But the thing is, you don't want to get on shows that are just the biggest show possible. Mm-hmm. You want to find shows that actually have your niche. I've had way more success on a show with 1,000 downloads a month than one with 100,000 downloads a month that was a general business podcast as right. opposed to getting on a super niche show. So step one is finding that list of shows that your people are already listening to. And the easiest way to do that, by the way, is to ask your email list. Ask your social network, hey, what shows are you listening to? What are your favorite podcasts? Before you know it, you have a full list. There's other ways to do it, but that's the simplest way that will get you the, like a lot of good stuff. Just occurred to me, I mean, you you reached out to me. I mean, this is how far I'm, I'm usually booked. At least two months ago, maybe further. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was a, it was a video. I think it I clicked the video and you and it, and it wasn't like, hey, I'm Adrian. I'll be a guest. You made the video. You said, hey, Jim, I love Dream Business Radio. Instantly, I'm like, okay, right? And so that's, I just yeah, remember like, that's what you did. It works on you. And so that's why, that's why <laughs> I want people to see that it works. And so this takes me to, so once you find your Dream 100, this takes me to that power story. Uh, that's the second framework is pitching your power story. Mm. Now, again, stories drive people's emotions more than anything. And so inside of that video, you want to tell a story. This, I told you a story in that video. I, I did not remember it. Can, can you remember what you told yeah, me? Yeah. So the story was basically, you know, like uh, I hired this mentor, I grew my business, but then I shifted my business and it tanked. But I went into the emotions of it. I was like, mm. I felt depleted. I felt embarrassed. I felt shameful. When you highlight the emotional aspects of a story, that's what relates to somebody. Yes. It's not the content. It is the emotional aspects that if you can pull them out, it can truly get somebody to move. It's what relates people. And so you want to put a story in that video. And the story that you tell is simple. And that is, what's the story behind what you do? Because... If you tell them why you do what you do, you've then earned the right to tell them what you do. And whenever you tell them why you do what you do before you tell them what you do, what you, what you do, they're enrolled in what you do. They are enrolled in it because they're enrolled in you. They're enrolled in that emotional story that you pull them into. And so, uh, you know, a lot of people think, well, I don't have a great story to tell. Well, the reality is, is so didn't uh, Schlitz Beer Company. They didn't think they had a great story to tell. But when um, uh, Howard, 
Claude Hopkins reached out to them. I mean, whenever they reached out to Claude Hopkins, a legendary advertiser to run their campaigns, Claude Hopkins, he went through their entire beer plant, walked through it all, saw the entire process of how the beer was made. Mm. And he was like, why are you not telling anybody about this? This is amazing. And they're like, well, because everybody else makes beer like this. There's nothing special about this. And he goes, I know, but nobody's telling the story. And so they told the story. And what happened? It became one of the number one beer beer brands in the U.S. market. Yes. And this is the and this highlights the fact that all stories are interesting. It's just that not all stories are told. So That's it's not right. about going. It's not about going to create this cool story. Just reflect and be real. Why do very, you do what you very do? Very astute. Do, do you, right. Did you used to watch the show Mad Men by any chance? No, never did. So it was about in the 60s, like this ad firm, and they were promoting cigarettes before cigarette advertising got banned. And I think the Lucky Strike was their client, and they were sales were down, and, and Don Draper, the head guy, started lisp- saying something, and he goes, tell me how you make your cigarettes. And all, and the, the owner of the company said, well, then we toast the leaves. He goes, that's it. Our, our cigarettes are toasted. And it was, oh. I mean, I, I think it, I don't know. It's probably not real, but it was what you just said. Like every, every, they assume in the, at the beer company, everybody makes beer, but this is how we do ours. Now it occurs to me because a little voice in my head said, well, Jim, how good could, could Adrian's story have been if you didn't remember it? Remember I get pitched hundreds of times. He got on the show. So it was worthy enough for me to make a connection. to him. So anyway, and I do remember that story about the hypnotherapy with which I'm a big fan of. What type of businesses, Adrian, can benefit from this power pitch type of um, plan? Yeah. So the business. So if you have an offer that directly improves somebody's professional or personal life, whether you're a life coach, business coach, tax consultant, uh, you know, trademark lawyer, uh, you know, fitness coach, nutrition coach, spiritual coach, whatever. If you are an expert-based business owner. This is a gold mine because people are already listening to podcasts for one reason, to improve mm. the personal or professional life. So if you get on there, use captivating storytelling, you pull them in, they're going to be more likely to buy your stuff. If you're like a mechanic, right, I probably wouldn't be doing this unless you're a mechanic who teaches other mechanics how to grow their business. Okay. Then it makes sense. But if you know, you're brick and mortar, I probably wouldn't do podcast guesting. So it's more for the expert-based business owner. But the like the real important part of this is, you know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna like breathe, I'm gonna go through this really quickly. But what you wanna do is you wanna make sure you're the kind of guest that if you're that kind of business owner, you know, okay, this is for me. You want to make sure you're the kind of guest that doesn't bomb it and that actually gets people to follow you. Um, And the way that you do that is by being a power guest and answering your questions through stories. Because when you answer your questions through your story or client stories, it's more influential. And so instead of answering questions like, Adrian, how do people get rid of self-doubt? Instead of saying, well, you know, uh, you can do this, this, do affirmations, yada, yada, yada. Instead of saying stuff like that, you go, well, you know, I once had a client come to me who had a lot of fear of putting out this book. We did our hypnosis session. He went back to a memory at three years old where he asked his big cousin something and his cousin said, shut up. Nobody wants to hear you. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, my client at three years old made an internal decision that his voice didn't matter. So no wonder at 38 years old, he's having a fear of putting out this book, even though he's a successful person. It's all because at three year old, it's still 
strongly alive and he has not made a piece or changed that perspective of that three-year-old. So that's where it comes from. It comes from decisions that you make. And, and then you go into highlighting the lesson and then you can go more to the practical side of the answer. That is what turns you into an expert that people want to follow and you're relatable, you're connectable. And that's not even a word. And then where you actually make the money though, is on the follow-up. Before me and Jim uh, pressed play, we said, you know, the fortune is in the follow-up. We had a short conversation. Mm-hmm. And it is. I make almost a thousand bucks. I make a little, uh, about a thousand bucks to about $1,500 a day through 100% follow-up. Because when people join my list, I mean, when people hear me on a podcast, I don't make this mistake of saying, you can follow me here, 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 and lay out all the different ways to follow me that creates a problem of too many options. What I do is I say, yeah, if you want to follow me and you want to actually get all the details on this framework to get booked on shows in as little as 24 hours, then go ahead and go to thepowerpitch.co slash PDF and go, you go ahead and download that right away. Now I got their email and then I use very aggressive email marketing to follow up and make my sales. Sometimes people buy the day they join my list Sometimes people buy on email four. Sometimes people buy on email 80. The reality is, though, is having a follow-up system because podcast guesting fills up your email list, but you need to have a system to follow up with that list. Or it's just like you bought a car without money for gas. That list won't vroom, vroom, or it won't ching. And so you need to make sure that the follow-up funnel is extremely dialed in and you're intentional on where you send the listeners Instead of sending them to all of your socials and all of your websites, how can you capture their email ASAP so you turned it from a borrowed audience to an own audience that you can now market to and grow your business? Cool. We have we have actually a le- little less than two minutes. I want to get one more question. What if somebody's out there going, I just don't feel like my story is unique? We all hear about storytelling, but what's unique about me? How do you help somebody through that? Um, I'm going to just say buck up and do it because Chase Williams, she also thought, one of my students, she also thought there's no way I had a crazy story. I'm just, I've always been fit. I'm just, I just like keeping people fit. It's not that interesting story. I said, look, Chase, I'm a, I, I love you. So be quiet. Follow the damn framework that I laid out for you and watch what happens. She sent out eight pitches, got booked on six out of those eight. So the reality is, is you just got to do it. Um, if you feel like your story is not born, if you feel like your story is not interesting, go back to the Schlitz beer example. It, not all stories are interesting. Not all stories. All stories are interesting, but not all stories are told. So if you tell your story, you will automatically become more interesting. Very cool. How can people connect with you? Here we go. Practice what you preach. <laughs> go to thepowerpitch.co slash PDF. And what you're going to get is the actual details of this four-step framework. So you can actually see how it's done. And that way you don't, you know, you can have all the notes there in front of you. But that that PDF will show you exactly what you need to do to start getting booked on podcasts in the little 24 hours. And make money from the podcast because that's like my whole thing. So one more time, the URL? thepowerpitch.co slash pdf. I'm going to write that down, because i got to put that in the show notes, .co .pdf. Yep, slash pdf, and that'll take you. There we go. Hey, Adrian, what a fun interview. I'm sure glad I watched your video and got us yep. connected, and, and here we are going live. So your yep. system works. Absolutely. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with my guest, Adrian Moreno, and you can connect with him at powerpitch.co 
pdf the power remember, pitch the power pitch thank you for correcting me no yep. worries remember get a copy of my latest ebook charge what you're worth and work just three days a week in there i actually go into detail it's it's not a two-minute report you're going to read it in like five minutes it's probably going to take you 20 minutes it's about 14 pages my entire story how i started broken debt blah 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 grew several companies now coach and i actually have been working three days a week for seven years now work three days a week.com my home base is getjimpalmer.com, but suddenly I'm giving you too many URLs if I listen to my special guest here, so I'm just going to get the hell out of here. <laughs> no, but you remember, you can get free copies of all six of my books. It's part of my legacy building program, and they are free in digital format. So if you go to Amazon, they're obviously Kindle books. You can go to uh, Barnes & Noble, bnn.com, and those are Nook books, and they're also in the iBook store. So all six books are free. That's my way to help more entrepreneurs grow their dream business so they too can live the dream lifestyle and still me only working three days a week. That's very, very important. All right. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach. Until this time next week, another fantastic interview. You take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.